Hello, everybody. May 8th, 2021. Welcome to Keeping It Real with Adam Mintz. How you guys doing today? Today's podcast, we're going to be talking about sending your child to college. Some of the things that I've experienced in speaking to other folks that they have experienced when it's time to send your child off to college. So let me start out by saying, first of all, it's a very hard concept to understand, but it's not about you. It's for them. A lot of emotions go around when your child is getting ready for college. That summer leading up to it or that summer prior to it, a um, lot of emotions. You have to go shopping. You have to get things for them to get ready. Kids that react differently. But the most important thing um, to remember as you're doing all this, it's, again, not about you. You're doing it all for them. Um, once they're in college, you know, one of the things that, I think is really important is to set an expectation with your child for what you need their grades to be. This is especially true if you are paying for their college or they're on a scholarship. If they're on a scholarship, they have a set set mark that they need to keep their grades above to keep that scholarship. But if you're paying for the college or a part of the college, make sure you set an expectation for their grades. You know, It should be about an experience, but it's also about an education. So you don't want your kids partying up there, coming back with a 0.6 GPA, you know, and thinking it's four years of just partying and not going to school. There's a balance, and I think everybody needs to make sure that balance is is there. Um, So, again, whether it's a 3.0, a 3.5, a 2.5, you all know your children, but make sure you expect there. You set an expectation for the grades and keep to it. If they're under it, you know, let them know that you're going to pull it. You're not going to pay for their school anymore. It's important for them to learn some responsibilities and take responsibilities for their actions as well. So I think that's important to make sure you do that. Um, When they're away, keep in contact, especially at the beginning, early on. You don't want to overwhelm them, but, you know, most children, when they're away from school for the first week, two months, are going to go through a a bunch of emotions. First week, they're probably going to go buck wild because, you know, they're by themselves for the first time. They're with a bunch of kids their own age, drinking, partying. You know, that's the norm to be expected. Don't think they're not. That's what's going to happen. But then it's important to make sure that you communicate with them and let them know even beforehand, you know, what happens and what they should be prepared for. I don't want to say it, but girls especially, you know, girls are at much more risk than boys when they're going to college for the first time. So um, make sure that you have a conversation with them, if you can, to talk about what's going to happen when they're up there. If you don't know what's going to happen when you're up there, talk to other folks whose children went to college or talk to the kids themselves about what happens. And um, it'll give you some background to be able to have to talk to your children about it. When you're sending your kids up to college, before and after, after, expect to cry. You're going to cry. Um, Some people cry before. Some people cry during. Some people cry after. But it's an emotional, emotional time for you and your children. You know, real life example for me is I was pretty calm, cool, and collected with my uh, first child going away to school. You know, we went out. We went looking for a lot of colleges. You know, we actually visited probably 30 because he was um, being recruited for sports. So we, we had a chance to, you know, hit the road and look at a bunch of colleges. He finally decided on which one he wanted to go to. So come the day of um, packing up and bringing it up to school, 
hopped in the car, everything was going well, some nice conversation going up there, try to keep it really brief, um, nothing too deep, got in the car coming home, got into my house, and just let it go, on my bed, by myself, 15 minutes, crying hysterical, crying as much as when my mom died, Uh, so the emotions just hit me, It, it was crazy, I couldn't stop myself. Eventually, I got myself together for the first week, you know, kind of, again, very emotional. But then you realize certain things and they're there to experience their life and get an education and, and really start their track. So, you know, it gets a little bit easier as time goes by, but don't expect to skate by those emotions. It, you know, it hits. Again, some people before, some people during, and some people right after. I will tell you, the second... My second child who went away to college, it was a little bit easier because kind of knew what the expectation was, knew what the emotions were going to be, and was able to handle it a little bit better, at least mentally, I prepared myself for it. So it's not crazy if you go through those emotions. It's going to happen, and um, expect it. I think this is important. When you're driving your child up to school and you're unpacking them and getting them in, set up in their dorms, leave. <laughs> After getting them moved in, get out. Those prolonged goodbyes are not good for anybody. They need to get started. You need to get out, get them set up, make sure they're good, and then leave. It's really important. Um, when your school, when your child's up at school again, some of the things you should talk about before they go up to school is encourage your child to get involved in things. If they're not playing sports, there's club activities. There are different types of you know drama clubs and sing clubs and groups up there that meet. And, you know, do things around the school. It's important that your child gets involved. It'll help them have a much better college experience than if they're by themselves sitting in their room and really just going to school and doing homework and that's it. It's not a great experience that way for most people, at least. Make sure they're involved. Also, make sure that their friend group, you know, if you can, talk to them about their friend group because who they hang around with will dictate a lot of the things that happen during their four years in school. Um, you know, again, there's more to the college experience than just drinking, right? So, you know, that's part of it, but it's also, there's also more to it than just drinking. So make sure they get involved, make sure they do good in school. And again, set those expectations. Going to be blunt here, but talk about real shit. Talk to them about drugs. Talk to them about their reputation. Talk to them about sex. These are real things that are happening, guys, up in college. You know, they're happening before college, but don't put your head in the sand and don't think they happen. Try to have those conversations with them. I mean, it's, it's they know it. They're not going to want to have those conversations. But again, you need to set expectations. Too many times I've seen friends of mine and even my friend's children go up to school and, you know, it was overwhelming for them. They got involved in things they shouldn't have got involved with and they wound up home after a year or six months or a year and a half. Um... Make sure that you talk to them and let them understand, you know, what's at stake here. You know, this is their life, their future. You know, they want to make connections for potential job opportunities. You know, you want to be able to put your best foot forward again. Um, Other thing that you should know also is that when your child's away at school, you don't have access to their grades like you did in high school or junior high school or elementary school. They're adults, whether you pay for it or not. They are the ones who have access to everything. So 
Don't expect to just, you know, pop on a computer one day and see what your child's grades are. They may share it with you if you're lucky, but don't expect it to come just popping on your computer. All right. You may have to ask them what their grades are. They may have to send you a passcode or they may send you the grades directly, but they're going to need to tell you what they are. Um, you know, have a plan for yourself also after you drop your kids off at school. So, you know, when you drive away, not only a plan for the day, but a plan for the next couple of weeks, honestly. You know, whether it's you and somebody else going away on vacation, uh, spending some time somewhere, but you're going to need to fill your time up when your child is dropped off. Because again, like I said earlier, it's an emotional experience. And the more that you can keep yourself busy at that time and keep your mind occupied, the better off you're going to be mentally. And again, that'll translate to your child, um, you know, their mental health as well. So, you know, in conclusion, college is a great experience, uh, whether you stay at home and commute or whether you live on campus. There's things that are good and then things that are bad. So again, college is very expensive nowadays. So you want to make sure that you're getting every bang for your buck for their education. Don't, don't, don't let them go up and just think it's a party for four years. Okay? You're going to walk, at the end of the day, you're going to walk out with a lot of money out of your pocket or they're going to have a lot of debt and they're going to have nothing really to show for it. So there's a balance. There's a happy balance. Enjoy the time. Enjoy the time leading up to college, looking at colleges. Have them talk to their advisors at school. Most kids have no idea about schools, what they can get into, what they can't get into. Let them do their research. Visit schools, make sure they're comfortable with the type of school that they want. One of the things that they should try to figure out as soon as possible is do they want a large school, a medium school, a small school? Do they want it in an urban area? Do they want it out in the country? Do they want a campus type setting? Do they want it in a city? You know, these are a lot of things that, you know, it's really an individual decision that, you know, your kid is going to need to figure out what what they're going to be comfortable with and what the environment they're going to be comfortable with, Um is for them. So those are some of the things I think are important going into it. You know, if your child wants a big school with maybe, you know, a lot of pomp and circumstances, maybe big football teams, you know, they have 80,000 people on weekends, you're not going to want to send them to a school that has, you know, 2,000 kids and is much more um, close and narrow than those bigger type schools. Again, the opposite may be in effect too. Your child may not want to be on a campus with 40 or 50,000 kids, they might want five or 10,000 kids. Again, you got to research and do your, do as much research as you can before um, you actually make those final decisions. And college is about contacts, guys. You know, your child hopefully will make some contacts and friends that they'll have for the rest of their lives. But that's where, you know, the futures are built. Most people don't get jobs because they throw a resume in. Most people get jobs because they know someone, somebody knows them, somebody makes a reference or a referral, at least at the beginning until they build up their reputation, they build up their their knowledge base and are able to stand on their own. But that's how most people get their first job. I got my first job, my first two jobs, because of people I knew. Um, and, and that's as simple as that. No matter what school they come from, connections are really important. So hopefully, guys, you enjoyed this podcast, um, sending your child off to college. More to come. I really appreciate you guys listening in and um, supporting me. Thanks a lot. Have a great day.